Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love to talk to Cody Willard about business. He's one of my favorite go-to people, and uh, his, his background is extraordinary. His work uh, is among the most interesting. Uh, he has a phenomenal newsletter called Trading with Cody, uh, which you can get at tradingwithcody.com. When you're in my, my business, radio talk show host, particularly business talk, I get deluged with all kinds of uh, newsletters that I simply don't want. <laughs> and, and there's only a handful I actually read religiously. This is one of them. And uh, I, I love having you on the program. Uh, but you've you, you got so much more going on than that. Uh, real quickly, a little bit more about what you do. And, of course, I've already mentioned the website, tradingwithcody.com. Yeah, sure. I, you know, my my full time day job is running a hedge fund where I invest other people's money and buy what I call revolution investments in companies like Tesla, for example, or SpaceX, for example. Um, I've been at, I bought Google the day it came public, Apple at twenty cents back in two thousand three, as my longtime followers know. And the idea is always trying to find um, or Bitcoin at a hundred dollars several years ago, and I'm trying to picture things that can become multi trillion dollar market caps or have the valuation of multi-trillion dollars in creating economies that are changing the world and revolutionizing things and not just innovating and disrupting, but truly revolutionizing how we live. And, you know, I think that's the, the, that is sort of the paradigm that we live in as investors these days. The biggest winners are the companies that change how we live. And um, clearly, you know, Elon Musk, for example, as we talked about last time I was on the show, is changing the world that we live in. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're going to continue that conversation. We had you on recently about that, a little bit of a panoramic overview on all things uh, business-wise. We could do a long-term multi-part series on him because he is a fascinating individual. But um, we're going to talk about some of the things that have happened just this year that have been interesting. And I think one of them, of course, was his uh, acquisition of – uh, Twitter, which I think technically uh, was completed last year, and then uh, now the transformation to X, and I thought that was in and of itself interesting. He's got a thing about X, doesn't he? SpaceX, he does. all his company has X. All this, almost all of his companies had that incorporated in some part of their branding. Sure, sure. Even like the Model X at Tesla, for example, or SpaceX ending with the letter X. It goes back to about 1999, 1998. He owned X.com, and that was his online bank that merged with Peter Till's. Uh, I don't remember what the name of Peter's company was, and c- together they, um, that Elon lost the argument as the company and its board changed the name to PayPal, and um, you know eventually PayPal was bought by eBay. These days, PayPal is back on its own as a publicly traded company. But, yeah, he changed the name from Twitter to X, and, you know, you you no longer tweet or retweet. You post on X or you do an X post. And, look, it's one of those things. It's very hard for me to critique. One time when I was on Larry Kudlow's show many years ago, 20 years ago, and John Chambers was running Cisco, and at the time Cisco was a three or $400 billion company. Yeah, which – and, and and Jim Cramer and Larry turned to me and they're like, well, what do, you, what do you think about the job that John Chambers is doing? And do you think he's doing a good job? And I'm like, look, I, 
the guy's running a $300 billion company is successful. He's clearly done some great things. And I don't really feel comfortable critiquing his business strategies over the long term because he's got it figured out. You know, like I can bet on investing it maybe or betting against him investing, but I'm not going to sit here and go on TV and critique it. And I feel sort of the same way about Elon doing this name change of Twitter to X. From the outside looking in, I think it's crazy. The amount of of intellectual property and branding that Twitter has created, the value of its brand name and the tweet and that blue bird that they've used for decades. Since I've been on Twitter for, I don't know, 14, 15 years, and it, the, bird, the bird meant something. And he just was like, nah, I'll just destroy that branding. I'm going to create X again, and Twitter will be my vehicle to get the X brand working. And I think that's nuts, but... I'm not doubting that he pulls it off because he'll probably pull it off. It'll be successful. Oh, yeah. All of us will use X for our, our – you and I in five years might be doing this call on X. <laughs> Some X. Who knows what? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, and you know what? If nothing else, he will succeed just despite his critics. That's about how it feels, right? Like, <laughs> you know, when you're, worth, when you're worth as much as he's worth, it's like, well, money really doesn't matter. But, man, smashing it on you, that has value. <laughs> yeah, proving that, I, proving that I can do what you said I can't do is valuable. I think that's, that's right. right. Yeah. He's great. He's, he's done it time and again. I mean, the, 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 the fact that he created – it didn't necessarily create, but he came in and invested and then became the chairman and then became the CEO – of Tesla, a, the first car company that broke into the industry in in something like 70 or 80 years, there had not been a successful U.S. car company. And not only did he successfully create that company, he made it one of the top 10 most valuable companies on the planet. Yeah, yeah. You yeah know, and I love your story about the X. Uh, I, uh, you know, was curious when that happened, um, you know, about – the x.com when you mentioned that it's like yeah and so while you were talking i clicked uh x.com guess where it goes to well of course x is new his quote new social media platform what used to be known twitter if you go to x.com and you know normally if i stumbled on that i would have said hmm, i wonder what he would have paid for that well he probably paid 20 bucks when he got it 20 years ago I don't know. I, it's a good question. I read somewhere in passing, and I didn't pay much attention to it, but I think he repurchased that name for tens of thousands of dollars or so, maybe oh. five or ten years ago. I, I'll have to double-check that fact, though. Yeah, and, of course, that's money he leaves in his clothes to go to the dry cleaner. So. <laughs> That's right. Dang, I hate it's it when that happens. Up. Yeah, it's fascinating. So you've got that. Yeah, you know, and there's been a lot of things to question. The blue check mark, you know, it, it, it was almost like uh, uh, the whole blue check mark on Twitter controversy reminded me of uh, the uh, Sneetches. You, you remember the Sneetches by Dr. Seuss? There were some that had stars bit. upon their bellies and others who did not have stars oh, on their bellies. Oh, I sure did. And the ones yes, who yes, did yes. not paid to get stars put on, and all of a sudden it was no longer fashionable to have stars. I mean, and, and, <laughs> and really the way it was handled almost played out like that. You know, the old saying, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. So I was thinking, oh, he's giving an opportunity for people who don't qualify for the check 
to get the check through another means. That's kind of innovative. But no, he decided to try to bill everyone, uh, you know, the major celebrities who had it for years to, to, to pay eight bucks a month for that check. That to me did not work out like I thought, think he thought. It was sneeches to a T. Dr. Sheets would have been proud. I, I think you, you're on to something with that, Kevin. I'll tell you that, again, it, it, so Twitter is, as I mentioned the last time I was on your show, that Twitter is the only social media I consume or I even really post to. Um, and I, the, I think Twitter hasn't really changed much at all. But the one thing that has changed under his leadership at Twitter is that the, I don't know. Like you'll see AOC parody account, you know, uh, or some even an Elon Musk parody account with a blue check mark. And you don't know sometimes if they're actually, like if AOC is doing that tweet when you first see it because the word parody account gets cut off on my phone when I'm reading that tweet. So I don't even realize until I read the tweet that I'm like, wait, I bet AOC didn't really say that. And then I'll click on it and be like, oh, yep, that was the parody account. And it is a little yeah. bit annoying that random, random fake <laughs> accounts can get blue check marks and you don't know if they are who they you know you, you and so that does happen a little bit but at the same time like i don't know um leah remini or something i saw her on my twitter feed the other day the scientology slash actress woman who you know was or great anti scientology actress recovering scientology is how i would correct. describe her <laughs> you're 100 percent correct i'm glad you corrected me on that but look, the point being that I saw her the other day, and she did not have a blue check mark, but I clicked on her name, and she had something like one and a half million followers. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's the real Leah Ramini. You know, like she yeah. doesn't need the check mark. So. Exactly. That's right. And I'm curious on the AOC one that was fake. Could you tell that it was fake because her post was too logical? No, I'm sorry. I just had to say that. And I'll say the same thing about goofy Republicans. <laughs> you know, I go both ways. Amen to that. And yes, uh, you could tell that the tweet was fake, but only because it was like mocking something a Democratic, you know, socialist kind of stance. And, and by the way, Democrats didn't used to be like that word wasn't the uh, confused with socialists back when I was a kid. But now it's almost like you, you, you do sort of sometimes think the Democrats have embraced socialism, oh, yeah. um, at least when it's convenient for them. Yeah, both parties used to be pretty pragmatic. People used to get confused about the parties. You know what? Those were better days. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm still, when it really comes down to like the Federal Reserve or bombing children in the Middle East, the Republicans and Democrats are still fully on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. The, a lot of the arguments is over the fact that they would like to do it differently. That's all. It's not yeah, that they yeah, don't want right. to control it, they don't want to manipulate Oh, no, we definitely know we need to be involved. They just want to do it differently. Oh, yeah, we yeah, want socialism. Right. We just want to spend it on these projects if you're a Republican. You want to spend it on those if you're a Democrat. Yeah. So let's yeah. not meander. We ought, the next time you're on, we'll talk about this. Uh, yeah, this is a good topic, in fact. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a fascinating situation. It'll be interesting, though. So he wants to charge for being on the platform. That, to me, just seems utterly impossible. You know, again, I, if anybody's going to be able to pull it off, it'll be Elon Musk doing it. I don't know. 
I, I, I'm not going to pay to consume tweets or something. And, you know, that'll just sort of be how it ends up as it is. I will say the trading with Cody.com, the trading with Cody Twitter account, uh, my analyst did go and pay for the blue check mark. And, um, I, I can't tell the difference. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see. Uh, I just think there's so many, uh, free, uh, platforms out there. I like Twitter more than uh, most. Um, I like the organizing ability of Facebook, and that's for personal rather than professional use. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, so much to unbox. It's been too long since we have. Final thoughts when it comes to uh, all things Elon Musk Part 2. Well, can I quote? Uh, last time I think I quoted uh, Taylor Swift at the end of our talk. Today I will quote uh, a tweet I saw from Louis C.K. yesterday, which I'm not a huge fan of Louis C.K. in general, but the tweet was fantastic. Going back to what you and I just talked about, the Republicans and Democrats both loving the Federal Reserve and its corruption and its endless, their, both parties' endless ability to spend the money and create bigger deficits. Well, you know, the Louis C.K. said, hey, maybe these Bitcoin people are on to something. If for no other reason, the United States government would not be able to just print money and destroy the value of your savings, but you would actually, if we would go to a Bitcoin standard, they would actually have to, you know, balance the budget and not just print money all the time. And I like the idea. So there you go. It's uh, the best. The best way to fight the Republicans and Democrats might be to fight for a Bitcoin currency standard in the United States. Yeah, it might very well be. That's a good point. All right, uh, Cody, I always love having you on. It's been too long. We're going to work harder at uh, uh, mitigating that issue. And uh, tradingwithcody.com, people need to check that out. You need to look into your hedge fund, even your band. You've got a lot going on. You are a truly modern 21st century renaissance man and a great friend to me in this program. Love having you on, bud. Thanks for having me. I just want to mention the New Mexico Lobos. I was even a walk-on on the basketball team at UNM years ago. If you really want to round out my renaissance-ness, that's where you have to finish. Yeah, and you've got the height and the build. That does not surprise me. What were you? A uh, uh, how, What was your height? I'm only about six foot one, but I had a 43-inch vertical jump when I was in college. Oh, wow. That's sweet. Were you a, yeah, yeah. Were you were a forward, maybe? Yeah, no, I was a shooting guard, sometimes shooting a guard. point guard. But, yeah, mostly I just uh, throw a lob towards the rim. I'll try to catch it and dunk on whoever's underneath me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I've always been a bench warmer, so you, you got me impressed. <laughs> All right, buddy. Good, good to like, talk to you. Let me clarify. I, As a walk-on, I was a bench warmer. I, the only time I was ever on ESPN. He always got mad when I suited up. <laughs> the only time I was, I like to tell my daughter, the first time I was ever on national TV was ESPN, and I show her what I did, and it's like slow motion clapping for the dunk that one of my teammates just did. But, oh, yeah, no. those were fun days anyway. Thanks for yeah, having this me, was Kevin, fun to, I love to humiliate myself. No one does it better than me. So. <laughs> All right, man. Good to talk to you. Cody Willard, check him out, tradingwithcody.com, and I am Kevin Price. Stay tuned for more.